0: What's up everybody? We're back again with a new episode and it's a new month, new things, the far window done and dusted. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. So welcome to the latest episode of Barcoda Podcast. Josh,
1: how are you doing, man? Hope you're well. Yeah, 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 am. I mean, first time in the episodes that I'm not annoyed. Um, I'm actually stoked because the transfer deadline day was more drama than I ever anticipated. young leaving to Barcelona for free. Only God knows what Ateta and Arsenal are doing. Newcastle buying their way out of relegation, it seems. And a lot, a lot of good business.
0: Yeah, I can't lie. Like, the the deadline day was very interesting. I've not had this kind of deadline, like, especially in January, in a long time. Like, most times, January transfer windows are quite boring. So, now it's... Yeah, a true. true. So, yeah, so... Let, let, so, uh, where do you think we should start from? Because there's a I lot... Know, I,
1: of- I, just, I just want to ask you, as a Barcelona fan, are you happy with the
0: window? Um, yes, yes. I would I say yes, because um, Barcelona were able to... Um reduce some of the burden restricting the club and they were able to make some quite decent signings like I, I think I will, um, I will like, like like I've said already I'm happy with the Torres signing and Abamu the signing of Abamu I think there's no downside to it it's coming for free like you said low wages and he might actually bang and if he banks, <laughs> that is that is <laughs> a very that would be a very very good deal for Barcelona if he bangs because he might actually finish make make sure they finish top four with those his goals and he might actually um Barcelona can get something for free for him if they want to decide on, to move him on move him on in the um summer so like then the last time Daniel Ves we all know what he's all about even if he's old he contribute but have you f-
1: forgot have you forgotten how is Daniel hey, Ves <laughs> the last time <signing? laughs>
0: no, no 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 you, that, you try to wipe him no. out of your out of your no. mind that's why I wanted to say the weird one for me is Adama Chaharri because it's to be interesting to see what Xavi Hernandez is thinking with the player because when you look at his quite frankly, he doesn't suit in any system of the way Xavi would like to play. In Barcelona, back well, we'll back 3.
1: Possible, possible back 3 with the wing-back because I, I cannot see him working as a winger because of the way Barcelona like to play and keep possession. He's more of a
0: counter-attacking player.
1: So maybe as exactly.
0: a wing-back, Ex- exactly, exactly. Maybe, maybe it's... Why? Uh, I see it is I feel like Traore will be like a um, sign-in that um, Xavi will be looking like a wildcard kind of player to change In-puck the dynamic... Yes, to change the dynamic of the game. So, for example, let's say you just want to bring total chaos and disrupt the system that you're trying to play so that the opposition don't know what you're on about. Then you cannot bring in someone like Traore, who is like you. Uh, a, a wild card that no one expects, but or
1: but Tra- is, Tra- is, Tra- is one of the most one dimensional players on earth. Carry the ball, run, 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 putting a table cross.
0: The, the thing is, they, I, I feel like, I feel like if Xavi, but there are some things I don't expect because I don't be, I, I hate miracles because Jari Tra- has been at whole city, he has gone to. Yeah, I think he, he has. He, he played for...
1: We, 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 we saw him, we saw him his, I think, Aston Villa as well. But we've seen his best form at Wolves. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. He
0: has been at ago. so many clubs. He has been at so many clubs. And I think all the clubs I've watched him played, just one club that I've seen he had a decent season. And that was Wolves. I think um, um, two seasons ago, Abby, or, or a season ago, I can't even remember. He had some I, think two,
1: I think two seasons ago.
0: Yeah, when he had some good numbers. And so, like, I feel like if Xavi can uh, make sure that he replicates that kind of output, then he'll be crucial for them finishing top for this season. Because at the end of the day, it's just the end product that is lacking from this player. And I think it's something that might be, someone can be able to teach him. But I doubt it to be possible for Xavi because looking at it, Ferrari has had so many coaches and he has not still learned.
1: Okay, so... I agree that most of the business was good, but try is a question mark. I think that's basically our conclusion. So, enough Barcelona now.
0: No, no, no. Team... Before we go, you're forgetting your guy. Your guy that he like protecting, Usman. Usmani <laughs> Dembele. <laughs> um, <laughs> his case was a very curious person
1: because, because, so usually what I just do, I just type transfer news on my phone. And then I see okay. the latest transfer news. But yesterday, I wasn't even typing transfer news. I was just typing them, really. <laughs> <laughs> it was He was the one I was interested in. And then two days ago, we saw PSG. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he stays with Barcelona. So I don't know. Where, where does he go from here? Does he actually find his way back into the team? Or is he just doomed to sit on the bench? Or not even on the bench?
0: What I would say is, like, some people will listen to this and be like, maybe um, because I'm a Barcelona fan, I feel like he has ruined himself as a footballer in sense that he has damaged his reputation as a professional athlete. Because now, clubs will be wary looking at the way Dembele treated Dortmund and looking at the way he's treating Barcelona right now. Secondly, is that Barcelona were banking on this guy. Even Xavi, you've even criticized Xavi for saying, some of the ridiculous things he said about Dembele. Even you've criticized Laporta, saying for Laporta saying um, 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 Dembele is better than Haaland. We've said all these things. <laughs> like you could see that they were, that this guy, they were trying to like make him the face of next. I, I, like
1: you know, you know what I think. You know what I think. I thought they were just washing him so that he would sign a new contract. Deep down, you cannot think Dembele can be the best no, no, player in no, the... the world.
0: That might be true, they might be washing him, but at the end of the day, like, you could see that they were like, he's going to be the face of the next generation of Barca. So now, he gave him a very good contract. And I told you, like, there was a, a, a very good understanding, there was a form of agreement. All of a the sudden, they brought this ridiculous offer. And when you look at it, it's like an offer where you know that this club will never, no club in Europe will give you, but it just want to piss off everybody and just make sure that negotiations break down so that he can go. So, at the end of the day, I, I hope he gets the move he wants because when you look at it, the clubs that went him, they all pulled out. Chelsea, PSG, Manchester United. And even the ones that were still interested last minute were Spurs. And him, he didn't want to go to Spurs. So, it's interesting to see what happens to him in the next few Okay, months. so...
1: So, so, yeah, so, I think when you said he has ruined himself, I think that was a bit too, too strong because at the end of the day, Clubs would just look at it as... The Dortmund scenario, they will look at it as he forced his way out. And they will look at the Barcelona owners. He did not agree terms. So I don't think it would really put off too many clubs. Like we saw Chelsea, United, or maybe less United. Chelsea, pause, PSG, actually wanted him. But for the two big clubs, like the bigger clubs, PSG and Chelsea, they didn't want to pay a fee now. They want to get him for free in the summer. So, I don't think it has really put them off too much. What put them, what like his attitude hasn't put them off? What put them off was
0: the transfer fee. Hmm? No? Well, fair enough. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it's it'll be interesting to see the action persona decides to take because right now we're hearing Adam Traore like, might get the number 11, which is
1: so <laughs> <laughs> which would so, just no, be very petty on, on their part. But then, does I, it mean that uh, is is. Is his contract being terminated right now a possibility?
0: Yes, that, and that's what I want to touch on right now. We're hearing in the media, as at the time we're recording this, that the embellished contract might be terminated because when you look at it, it's still the same thing. Either they terminate it now or they end up paying the same thing from now to the next six months. So it's still it, like to me, it's just the same thing. But which, which uh, one would be better for you? I think, I think for the good of both parties because as it is now. now right? Yeah, for the good of both parties, they should terminate it because you don't want a player that is creating a toxic atmosphere in your club and you want everybody to be happy because we've seen people saying Barcelona is bullying this guy. So, from the legal part, you don't want anything that will hit back at the club. So, it's better um, you make both parties happy and everyone goes home happy. So, I think terminating it will be good and And
1: fair. And then Chelsea and PSG can fight blindly and throw money at him and then Probably regret it in 12 months' time. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, I'm even surprised that Chelsea is in a deal like that. If PSG is in a deal like that, I'm not surprised think, because PSG. I think, PSG I think the Chelsea, Chelsea
1: only just. Okay, PSG are, are used to wasting money. Yes, PSG, PSG are used to, used to
0: wasting money, but Chelsea, like, man, I'm not, I'm not like. Uh, I'm surprised that Chelsea were in the conversation. So
1: the, oh. the, the Chelsea links for me are solely based on the fact that Thomas Tuchel coached him and Thomas Tuchel still likes him, civvies him highly as a player. And uh, he didn't, they didn't spend enough time together because both of them just a year at Dortmund. Tuchel went to PSG, Dembele went to Barcelona. So Tuchel feels like he can mold him and Dembele played his best football under Tuchel. So I think that's just it. The moment, let's say if Tuchel was not Chelsea's coach, there would be no links whatsoever.
0: OK. okay. Just, I just want to ask you one last question. So, imagine 40 million euros a year. 210. Did um, you say 14 or 40? 14, 14. 40 million ah. euros a year. Um, 210,000 mm. euros per week. Is that not a good contract for someone like Dembele?
1: Yeah, for someone that is injured prone, that hardly plays, if I'm being honest. Yes, it is.
0: Even, like, it, we, we tend to forget. What is, how much is Sane? um, Serge Nabri. Um, these guys... Um, no, no,
1: ba- no Bayern, Bayern are a very strict club in terms of their weight structure, so I, I don't think it would be...
0: Okay, okay, let's compare with Rhyme Sterling. How much is Sterling getting? Sterling is
1: about 200, I think.
0: Uh, but, but still, like, um, like, Sterling should be earning... I I see. I think, I think, give or take, something like maybe 80 million every year. So it's not, like, far off, like, from the normal standard. So, you see, it people... Um, what I'm just saying is, people might see as if Barcelona are not giving him or are not respecting the worth of. No, the no, player. it was
1: it was a it was a generous offer from Barcelona. I actually think so. Um, but at the end of the day, they, they couldn't come to an agreement, and the world has to move on from this saga. So yeah.
0: yeah so which
1: which club do you think were the winners of the transfer window? I know who the losers are. But let's start from the <laughs> I know I know
0: who the losers are. I know. See, see, see. As we ask for the loser, you not see uh, political <laughs> political learner today. I will be, I will come out with futures and tell you who the losers are. But the winners the, winners, the winners is interesting because I was saying to you off air because I think Barcelona were winners not simply because they were part of the winners not simply because they signed some players that is part of it, but but with the way they handled the entire wage structure. So, but I have to give it to Juventus simply because Juventus did the similar thing with Barcelona, they got rid of so many Deadwood and they got two very, very good signings that might actually be clutch for them to finish up for this season.
1: Okay, so I, sometimes I feel, I feel bad or some type of when we call players deadwoods because I mean, these are people's fathers and brothers. So... <laughs> I don't know. Let's just say players that are not wanted. Deadwood okay. might be too harsh. Okay, fringe players. You're more you're more wicked and more harsh than I am. I'm a nice person. Of um, course. <laughs> 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 okay, so I agree with you in terms of... Now, let's talk about who these, in quotes, Deadwood players were. Um, Ramsey to Rangers, I think on loan, Kulusevsky to Spurs' 18-month loan with option to buy. So, I think Spurs, no obligation to buy that as good, just an option. And then, Rodrigo Gobian to the same Tottenham. And when you look at that, three players that were not needed at all, raising money, raising funds for them. Beautiful. And then, Vlaovic, the goal machine. I think Vlaovic is the... Like I told you, for me, Vlaovic and... Vlavic is going to be like the Lewandowski of the next generation, while Mbappe and Haaland are the Messi and Ronaldo. So for you to get the Lewandowski of the next generation, I think that's always good business. And then Dennis mm.
0: Zakaria. That's that much shout then, for Josh. My <laughs> shout.
1: And then Denis okay. Zakaria, a very, very solid all-round midfielder. To add a mm. bit of steel and much needed quality in the UV midfield. I cannot disagree with you. I think they were the winners of the window. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, we we'll have
1: to give it to them. So, 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 now for the losers, aka
0: <laughs>
1: Arsenal Football Club. Why did you I, ask, I me, want...
0: ask me now? Ask No, 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 no. Na, no, no, no. You're sleeping. You could have asked me, I'll give you a build up. To... Oh, you've ruined it. Okay,
1: no okay. You've
0: already said it now. You've already said it. There's no, There's no suspense now for the listeners. No problem. Carry on, carry on.
1: Okay, so now let's let's put a bit of let's put a bit of context and say why we both think that they are the losers. They left go of about four or five players. Maitland Niles has gone to Roma on loan. Calum Chambers has gone to Aston Villa. Ab Mayang's contract has been terminated. Like it's not even a loan. And. <laughs> And then, and then I'm like, okay, all oh, well and good. These are players you don't want. But excuse me, sir. Mr. Ateta, where are the replacements for these players? And there's nobody no coming in.
0: Oh, man. Arsenal's put themselves... Like, Arsenal, they love swimming in the mud. Like, the mud was made for them. They love <laughs> it so much. Like, they love it. I don't understand. Like, see, it's easy to point finger at the figure out the IRU's Edu. Edu not doing his job bringing in um, quality signings and replacement for the outgoing players. That's fair and fine. But as a manager, you have to make use of what you have. Like, I don't care what Abamuyang has done. Hmm? Some reports are saying yes, he has disrespected the club. I agree. He has disrespected the badge. But before he got to that extent, this thing could have easily died down if it was properly managed. Yes, exactly. Ateta, I think, I ateta, think, I think ateta, ateta just, like,
1: Decided you was done with him.
0: The ego is just too much. Like Ateta just needs he thinks everything is sheep, sheep, sheep. You're leading sheep. Just see, see, see. Ateta, the truth is, so like Ateta can't manage Real Madrid because because you 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 you, you tell players to come by um, nine o'clock. So I will not turn up by nine thirty, and you not say no. I must punish you, like. <laughs> No,
1: okay, no, no, uh, no, 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 okay, 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 now, let's, let's, let's actually be fair on Ateta, you need discipline in the club, I'm, I'm all for discipline. Yes, you need it, but, yes, but my own, of course. But my, my, my own point now is, look at this, look at this, Ateta did what he did, when was that, November, I think, um, but before that, Ateta had already lost, sorry, not Ateta, Mayang did what he did in November, but before that, he had already lost his place in the team because he was in terrible form. If I've been no, honest,
0: apart from that, that, like, even last season, this beef has been going on behind the scenes. Ateta and Abamuya. No,
1: I'm, I'm even, I'm even, I'm, I'm even, like, going somewhere. So now, because Abmayang was not in form, it's easier for the coach to say, you know what, I'm done with you. Now, imagine if Abmayang was in this form of Salah when he did that. He would not be treated this way. Is as, is obvious, as clear
0: as day. Yes, 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 but still, like, 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 I, I, I was giving... Using Miro as an example, like... Do you think there's no discipline at the Pena bill? There will be discipline, but still, like... When you have egos, like... The truth is... With the way Ateta is, you end up being like Guardiola, And this is why I feel like Guadjula has not won a Champions okay. League where, where,
1: Where is this energy from you when it comes to Xavi and Dembele? No,
0: no, 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 no. This this, no, no, no. This is different. No, this one is different. Xavi, Xavi doesn't have any issue with Dembele. Is Dembele and the club. Barcelona that has issues. But
1: can the coach not tell the president, you know what, Laporta, I know you don't like what Dembele did, but I need him in my team.
0: I, I, of course, Xavi could have... Could, uh, even the president said something like that in those lines. It's up to Xavi to see what they can do with Dembele, whether they need him for the future. But the truth is, at the end of the day, Dembele doesn't want to stay. That one is different. That one is totally different. Now... About year before now, he, he has been having issues. Like, this is not... The, okay, Ateta had issues with um, Genduzi. He shipped Genduzi away. Remember, again? Gend- look at them. Arsenal is so light in midfield. If Matik Odiga gets injured, they don't have any replacement. But they're getting rid of every player they have, improving other people's team. And, you know, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any they're sense.
1: They're neglecting their own. Uh, okay, you know, so... It's, so... I I I we can we can go on and on, on about us now, but I mean it's, it's a big failure in the transfer window as far as I'm concerned. And as far as you are concerned as well. Now let's look at the North London um rivals, neighbors. The two signings from Juventus, does that move the needle for them? Does that make them favorites for the top four?
0: Uh, and, and not necessarily the signings. Not necessarily the signings. The signings are part of it, but those two signings, like, let's be real. It's not like they're bringing Messi and Ronaldo into their team. Like, they are just normal players. But oh, the so let's part... be fair. Let's be fair. Bentako is better than
1: Harry Winks and Olivier Skip.
0: Yes, yes. But, like, in a class of Olo, the one person will still carry first. So, like, they are still similar. That's just similar. No, you're no, not...
1: no, 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 no. you I think I think he has lost form in the last 2 years, but before that he was
0: amazing. Last 2 years tells you the current situation of a player. So <laughs> so like like if it was let's say last 6 months, okay, we say okay, cool. But he, he might prove me wrong, but the reason why I just put um give um now the edge over Arsenal now is. Arsenal, I said this a few weeks back, if everyone was listening, Arsenal really had a realistic chance of finishing top four. Yep. This and January, This January was when they could have actually made some crazy and um, smart business so that they could actually make sure they turned that dream to reality. Now, to me, what they are going for is top six, not top four, because they can't make that top four with this squad that they have. They cannot. They cannot. I think Spurs will finish above
2: them.
1: That's just my own. Um, I uh, agree that Spurs will finish above Arsenal. Um, Arsenal actually puts me to shame because I was preaching about the quality of the young squad. Ateta was doing. To imagine.
0: Imagine, so, imagine they're putting. You to give shame. Me just back
2: the neutral you get, and I'm not a fan. So just say that I'm going through. Um, exactly. but you you forgot a very big
1: horse in the top four is United. United, you didn't talk about them.
0: Um, uh, Manchester United. Now, yeah, I think- speaking of United,
1: is it is it negligence or is it pride or what? Like, why did you not add anybody to their squad?
0: Um, I think I think um, the way I want to look at it is from Ragnar's um, eyes. I think what Ragnar has been able to do is he has identified that they need to ship out so many players, so that when this when summer comes, they can now start that rebuilding process. So and and th- I think that would be that's the plan. That is the idea they are going for. But they need to remember that this season three is not over. They can actually be shooting themselves in the foot. Like. The way that so it's what in the so, so like exactly. improving other people, other people's team, and neglecting their own. So
2: Donny not the so Van so der it... big leaves for Everton. Till... <laughs> do you, Do you see
0: that deal coming? I don't know. I don't know if. If, if you realistically saw it coming like because I don't I don't think anyone could have predicted Daniel van a big downgrade like that but I feel like it's still a good move for him considering um, this is a World Cup year and he needs he needs um, such a move to actually make sure that he gets into the squad for Ndala I think it's it's a good signing Everton's not a bad team so I think Daniel Van der big to so Everton is, might be good business at the end of the day
1: yeah, yeah, it's good business for Donovan the Big. But for United, you're letting go of a midfield option, albeit one you don't use a lot. But Now all you're left with is Fred, and Matic. And I'm like, what happens if one of these guys gets injured? Don't these clubs think things through sh- before they actually do their transfer dealings?
0: Yeah they have, have Leonel Lingard. So Leonel Lingard will step up one time, when the time comes, so we good for them at the end of the day.
2: So L- Lingard is an attacking
0: shooter. So he might fit in that position when the time when needs be.
2: Of course. Of course.
1: Of course, trolling instead of being serious. Um, I know I did not do though, Chelsea. Is that for you? Do you see it as like, the correct thing to do?
0: Um, I don't think Chelsea necessarily needed to do anything. I think maybe left back or right back, whichever one they wanted to get, or wing backs, where anyone they call it these days. I think that was the business they were intending to do. But looking at it, their squad is okay, it's just that so many players are just underperforming so many of them. They didn't get... They didn't really lose any of their players. They just... They're still... Yeah, their squad... I think their squad is good enough to finish top four because as it is like you've always been pointing out, Chelsea are not in the title race. They're in the top four race. So, I think... <laughs> I think it's, their squad is still healthy enough to finish uh, in third position come, come towards the end of the season. Yes. Yes, i will
1: agree with you that Chelsea will finish or can finish top four with this squad but then is like, don't they want to defend their champions league crown don't they want to win the FA Cup like so the way I see it is all these players are underperforming at the same time does not to tell you that you need actually one signing to make them sit up.
0: So so which signing would you have would Chelsea have gone for like the belly? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's be, let's be serious now Chelsea is not a hospital Chelsea is a football club So, um, <laughs> I, think, I think someone like Rafinha I think someone like Rafinha mm. from Leeds, I think someone like Sergio Des from Barcelona who we know is not going to get a lot of game time I think people like that could have been useful at least even if they are not going to be starters but they will make your starters sit up did you get,
0: yeah, I see, I see what you said. I see what you said,
1: yeah. See but what you're I think, I think with James, is almost back to full fitness. He'll feature in the club world cup for them, according to what we're hearing. So, maybe at the end of the day, they didn't need anybody, and I'm just overthinking it too much. Well, that's for Thomas Tuchel and the Chelsea board to think about, and so. Still on Chelsea a bit. Their club legend Frank Lampard um, is now the coach of Everton Football Club. How do you look at this appointment? Is he risky? Is he a good appointment? Is he complete nonsense?
0: I, I just think this season, this season, I, don't, I I feel like there's no there's no downside to it. Like he comes in, he steadies the team. They finish in a very decent position. It's just that. With the ambitions Everton has been showing of late, saying they want to be a top six side and all of that stuff, I don't think I don't like going forward. Maybe down the line they might need someone better than Van Lampard. But it's interesting. Like I think Van Lampard now can revive his career. He showed a lot of promise at Derby. He came to Chelsea. He didn't go quite well. So I think this is the the job where he can actually prove himself. Not too much pressure. He can actually overperform or overachieve with this squad and get um, his name back or get the state back for himself in terms of being a very good manager. So, like, there's no upside, There's no downside to this. That's what I'm just saying. There's no downside to it for both parties.
1: I think there's a downside for Lampard. If he fails at this job, then that might be him done at a decent level. Like, so what's if his he himself? Say they finish just like, I don't know, I'm not sure what position they are now, but if they finish like 16th or 17th, that's failure. Now they're expecting to kick on. Everton should be finishing, as far as I'm concerned, they should be finishing like at least 12th with the quality of players they have. Everyone is fit now. They should not still be like 16th come, to, come the end of the season. So that's, for me, anything 16th and below is failure for this season. But, okay,
0: but Everton currently now, are on sixteenth with nineteen points, and that like um, that's like four points above relegation. So, what will now be failure this season for Everton?
1: To still finish sixteenth will be failure. They have to improve their league position. I think they are not bringing him just to avoid relegation. They are bringing him to steady the ship, meaning push them up the table, just like Aston Villa and Gerard have done together so far. Alright, fair enough. Fair, enough. but for Lampard, I think, um, I think I've been critical about it. I, I, for me, he's just his best player of all time. But at the same time, the worst coach of all time, at least since I started watching football. Let me not say of all time. And here is why I think he wasn't too good at Chelsea as a manager. He had this, he had this thing of liking some players and just disliking some. So I'll give you an example. Get a game under him. Marcos Alonso Ooh. also had Antonio Rudiger. His second season, like before he was sacked, he Look hardly here. got a kick. He hardly got a kick. Same with Alonso. And then Tuukka comes, and then Rudiger is all of a sudden one of the best defenders in the world. Um. Then there's this. There's this thing he had with Mesut Mount. Two people were saying Mount was his son. I think it was Pardon? a bit harsh on. I think it was a bit harsh on Mount because he was actually good, but you could actually see where they were coming from. In the sense that, even the cup games, this guy will not rest. Mount, he will still start. Exactly.
0: Him. It was one where he played Messi Mount as a DM, bro. Like yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was, I was just, I, I, was, I was shocked that day, and I think, I think he was sacked not too long after that. There was a game where he was he even gave Mount the captain's armband. I think that was that was his last game in charge. I'm not sure. Then there's one other thing I observed because according to some reports, maybe trying to be dubious or whatever, but they said Kai Havertz was not a Frank Lampard signing. He was an Abramovich and Marina Granovska signing. And I think Lampard actually showed it because I watched watched a few Chelsea games where you have... Because let's let's be honest, Chelsea were bank average for two months before Lampard was sacked. So those two months, November, December, you, would, you watch a Chelsea game and then only three people might be playing well. Mendy will be playing well because he always plays well. Chilwell will be playing well because he usually plays well. And then maybe the third person playing well will be, say, Asli And then eight people are playing nonsense. First person to get subbed up in to get subbed off in almost every match will be Kai Havertz. And I think it was draining this young man's confidence. Like was like, okay, why is it why is it that everybody's playing nonsense, but it's only one person you keep taking out? Did you guess, I think that's that's poor management, that's like picking on somebody, like just telling the world that I don't fancy this guy. So I think he sh- he needs to cut that out of his his managing or his managerial career. If he can do that, because if he goes to Everton and does the same thing, let's say he decides to pick on with now or Damara Grey, like it true it just show me that he has not learned anything. So I'll be watching Everton closely to see if he's picking on any players like he did Kai Havertz. Um, but apart from that, I think what he brings to Everton is now for the positive. I think he he's very good with young players. We saw him with James Mount, Tammy Bamako. I think Aaron Gordon at Everton has already gotten game time under Benitez. I think he can kick on. Under Lampard. Now we've seen them bring in Donovan der Big and Delia Ali. I have question marks over Ali, but if anyone can help him get back to his best, it's probably Frank Lampard, considering the kind of they are similar and they are going forward to try to score goals. So
0: I'm just, I'm unsure. But But, but... but, but, but one sec, how do you think Dele Ali are? Huh? And Donny will fit into and passing, because when you look at it, they are very, very similar He says that they like to go into the box to score. So, like, how do you think it would it will work?
1: Now you know what? I don't think it will work for both of them, if I'm being honest, it'll work for one. It'll work for one because let's say he goes with a four-three-three. Calvert Lewin is the striker, Richardson is the left winger. The Gray is the right finger. Um, so, that already leaves thousand on the bench. Midfield, the career has to be in your midfield. And maybe Alan also. So, you have two sort of holding midfielders. Then that leaves space for Donny or Dele Alli. But then, if you want to go with only one DM and fit both of them in, that might be too attacking. So, it depends on maybe the opposition. If they are playing like… What or in Norwich, then maybe you can do that, but I'm not sure. Most most games, one of them will have to be on the bench, I think.
0: Mm, it kept, it'd be interesting to see which one he, he will do, he will which one will be his favorite sort this time. Um, <laughs>
1: Ali is the permanent signing, so probably Ali will get more game time just based off on that at the beginning. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true.
1: Um, so now let's talk about something that we've seen this international break. Some teams have gone on warm weather training camps, in quotes, to do. think is a PR stunt that they're just going to chill because why can't you train in your country for God's sake? Why are you traveling to Dubai to go and what are you training? What is special in Dubai that you're training there? Um. And then some clubs just send their players, just go and rest, go and do whatever I want to do. What do you think, like, how would you as a player want to be given? How do you want to spend your time away? Do you want to be in a training camp or do you want to be at home resting?
0: Um, like, to me, with the way... Um, um, I will speak specifically for the English players. With the way it is... Uh, with, the way, with, with the way it is... With, with, with the way it is, this, um, what is it called? Yeah, yeah. This um, training camp thing, this training camp thing, like, it just depends on the player themselves. But I feel like for English players, especially, because they don't have holidays, so I feel like going to their family is more productive than going for, what is it called, this training camp, or whatever. Well, I can understand your sense in the training car because you have to still give team bonding, um, allow some chemistry to flow with teammates and be exposed to a different kind of weather. But I can understand it, but like still, I like when you think of it, like other leagues go like when think of it, other league go on all day, but your body English players do not go for the day. So it's, it's something that the English players they need. Those are playing
1: in grad. That's right, Okay, so, I, I agree that they need holiday, but, I mean, when you're with your teammates, that's no, that's no longer holiday. No matter where you are, that's work. The way I look at it is, okay, so, let's look at two teams. Chelsea have not been in good form. Arsenal also have not been in good form. But I believe Arsenal on warm weather trading camp, and Chelsea, are, Chelsea just sent their players. We saw Missy Mount and Jorginho in Miami. We've seen pictures of them in Miami, just chilling. So if you're, you're a manager now, your team is in bad form, do you, do you just tell them, you guys, go go and recharge, go and rest? Or do you like go like, we need to train together, we need to stick together, we must come back to form? Like, What's the correct approach from you if you're
2: a manager?
0: um it depends like it, like obviously i want i want the one where we can stick and still carry carry, uh, carry out our operations so that we can ride on with the momentum but when you look at like the manager needs to identify if the players that, that if the players need um are is, is that the word? Yeah, that the word? exactly. Exactly.
1: Because just I, 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 I just remember Tomasuke gave a pathetic excuse after Chelsea drew with writing that Chelsea players were tired. I was like, What?
0: Yeah, because mentally, mentally, uh, you need that refreshment. Uh, that's, mentally, like, there are so many things that um, players need mentally, but they just need to unplug once in a while. And I think. That would be a good idea to spend. Like we've seen players these days, especially Chelsea players, traveling and having good time. So I think that's what that's what will be better for them mentally.
1: Um, let's now look at the relegation fight in England. Newcastle, like I said in the intro, I think they've bought their way out of
0: relegation. But how do you see it? Um, I think. You can see they bought their way out of relegation, but you need, you need to remember they are, those players that came in they are playing in the hardest league in the world. So it'd be interesting to I see. Mean, how
1: they Matt, Matt Target is already a Premier League player, he was a regular at Aston Villa before they just got Denier. Triple Premier League proven. Um, Chris Wood, Premier League proven. The only person that hasn't played in the Premier League is Bruno Grimares. And I think he's too good a player to be a flop. So I don't think there's any question marks per se in terms of can they fit into the league? Because they were already in the league, most of them. But team chemistry,
0: team dynamics, uh, that's, and they yeah, had their that's that's, that's, it, that's so, the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that's so the thing.
1: That,
0: that might be a deciding factor. But still,
1: but still there's no there's no hiding place for Eddie Howe now put into the club. He has yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. them
0: up. There's no, there's no hiding place. They've given him, a, they've like, they've supported him. Like, like that's just the word. They've supported him. So they need to, they need to make sure that um, he, he needs to make sure that um, he keeps them all because now he has the firepower. If he like, like he, most of the play, uh, what is it called? Most of the teams in and around the relegation bars don't have the kind of firepower Eddie, Eddie has now. So
1: nowhere close. Nowhere, nowhere close to it. Um. So. Now, let's just touch on AFCON finally. While at the semi-final stage, we have the lineups, the Sorry, not the, like the matchups. We have Burkina Faso facing Senegal. We have the host Cameroon against Egypt. Who are your two finalists from these games?
0: Um, for me, I want Burkina Faso and Cameroon um, to... You want? Yes, that's what I want. But, I want you to come back you
1: think? But what do you
0: think? Mm. I think, I, think, um, I, think, I think Senegal will go through. I think Senegal will be in the final. But the Cameroon one is a bit dodgy. I think, I, I think Egypt can have what it takes to upset Cameroon. But I expect Cameroon to win and go through to the final.
1: Yeah, I think Senegal and Cameroon as well. And then if Senegal make it to another final, I would personally be supporting them to win because for them to lose... Two finals in a row would be terrible because you know they, they were defeated by Odria in but I'm not Senegalese, so maybe I won't really feel the pain like that, but you can imagine it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But if Senegal wins, it's to be a beautiful story.
1: Yeah, money that that would just mean Mendy's life has just been transformed in the last two years, Champions League and AFCON. Yeah, in- exactly
0: exactly we'll maybe mandy might not have his own netflix documentary who knows because all oh,
1: like you know, neymar uh, I, I didn't even want to talk about that
0: like even even ronaldo's fiance like georgina she did her own documentary i don't know if what? you've seen it what ronaldo's fiance she did her own documentary. about what about what how ronaldo met all those kind of things like it's interesting so know. many people have been saying i should watch it but I haven't seen it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I
1: can, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can promise you one thing in life. I will <laughs> never watch that documentary. That no, one it, one it, I it,
0: it's, it's, it's seeing Ronaldo from the light of the woman he loves. So, we'll see.
1: I don't, I, I don't care about that. No problem. No problem. I, I only care about football. I mean, maybe for the Ronaldo <laughs> die-hard fans, it's something that they can be interested in, but personally, not for me. The Neymar documentary as well, painting himself as a nice guy. And, of course. Uh, he's, not, he's not as bad as the media paint. Try to say is uh, whatever. Is also not for me because, I mean, I, I, I'm not one of the Neymar critics per se. Like, like, you know, some people take it too far. Like, they actually hate Neymar and blah, blah, blah. But me, I only look at his individual performances per match. That's just how I look at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I actually forgot PSG lost in the Coupe de France, so Pochettino doing a great job.
0: Oh, hey Pochettino, like that guy, man. Yes, I just tired of following PSG. Messi, of course, didn't even do anything again in terms of yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay
1: so, so 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 you know you know. one interesting thing about Messi. Messi has only one league goal this season. Mm-hmm. I think in fourteen games, so no doubt is is in great form and <laughs> he has he has scored now let me think what did i see i'm trying to, i'm trying to so, so i won't say something else but i think he has scored something like six goals so far in all competitions and then i saw another start that he has, he, he shot as in the bar eight times and i'm like okay so we should clap for him for a shot yes yes, yes yes
0: they, they created a new start for so, him, but, I mean, Messi, for Messi
1: fans bad. never cease to amaze me. So we should clap for him that he shot his uh, bar.
0: <laughs> Messi will be embarrassed. Like, I'll not say this thing. Huh? I think last year was the happiest Messi has ever been in his career in a long time. And last uh, year too so, so, so
1: this year is, is bad. No,
0: no, no. That same last year, it was still the saddest moment in his entire career like yeah like yeah but but this year now cup like he sad. No, this, this year he's already in sadness already from last year do you understand like he he has reached the height he won the cup of america he was in love with his wife they went on vacation only to come back to see that the club that he holds there into his heart cannot register him so he has to leave now so like so many things are you year.
1: are you are you with uh, am i am i am hearing excuses for his poor form is that what no, I'm no, no 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 i'm
0: not i'm not hearing excuses i'm just saying like 2021 will be a year Messi will never forget his life that, that's what i'm just saying yes. i'm not saying okay. 2021 will be because he remembers 2021 for being one of is one of the greater heights he has, he has reached in his career one of the all-time lows he has reached in his career so i think i think, that, I think that, that's what he remembered the year for
1: Okay, so that brings us to the end of the
0: episode.
1: Thank you guys for listening and see you in the next one.